Hi, I'm Janice Cruz, and you're listening to the Self-Love Science Podcast. Today, I want to talk about believing in good. This has been a blessing to me. And it's also, at times, caused me a lot of pain. I had this really special day in my life. It was in the middle of the lowest point of cancer treatment. I had just gone through surgery a couple weeks before, and I had lost faith in everything because up until that point, I thought that my fear of treatment was about everything else that I was going through. I thought it was about, you know, getting sick from chemo. I thought it was about losing my hair. And after that, I remember just feeling destroyed. The biggest blow of all when it came down to it was after this, I am now incomplete and permanently altered. I'm never going to be the same. My outlook on life was permanently altered. My self-worth was altered. What I believed was possible in the world was altered. And there was this night where I was just in my room and imagining having a conversation. And I was having the thought that I believe in good. I believe that if ever I came across something so dark and gruesome that in a thousand years I could never understand how such a thing could possibly come into existence, that I would never know what it would take, what force of evil could produce something in the world, that even in that, I would have to believe that something good could come from it. For me to remain good, I couldn't lose that one seed. And I was uplifted spiritually in a sudden moment. And my faith was restored. I believed in God from that moment because I realized that all of my life, with all the experiences I've had, with how people had treated me, there was one thing that never died. One thing that had survived since birth, throughout all of my experiences, throughout all the terrible things that people did, all the horrible ways that people treated me. And it was the seed of goodness. And I remembered this this way that I see the world, like I'll look at flowers and to me they I can see them as though they're an entire world that exists. Like on Horton, here's a who. Like I look at nature and I think, here's this one tiny part of earth, but it's so big and so significant. Life crawls on here, you know, it, it ingests the sun and and water, and then it nurtures the ground, and it reads signals from the earth, and 
depending on what's happening on earth, determines how that flower blooms. The direction that will bloom, whether it ever opens its eyes to see the world. This innocence that just survived, like a flower blooming through a crack in concrete. Where even though an entire city had been laid down, creating the impossibility of life to exist. Cutting it off from every resource that it needs to grow and to survive. And somehow those flowers just grow through it. And if you leave a city abandoned without people continuing to destroy it, it would just overgrow with lush life. That's the seed of goodness to me. I think that's how it happens in people. Sometimes concrete is poured over you and your heart. Sometimes life gives you the experience where you stop and say, why, if I'm such a good person, is this happening to me? I feel like that today. I feel the weight of expectation and disappointment. And it's something I'm very familiar with. I think I've always sort of expected things to go wrong in the past. And now I have this new, beautiful, really beautiful outlook on life. And I feel like good is so incredibly possible. I see examples of it. I see proof of it. I see clues everywhere I go that people are good, that life is good and amazing, that wonderful things are in the future, that even if I can't understand why something is happening, I know now. Time and time and time again, the same way that life proves to some people that the world isn't shit, you know, if you feel like life is bad and then your car breaks down, you get a bill in the mail you didn't expect, you're late to work, your boss is yelling at you, your boyfriend's cheating on you, everything that could go wrong goes wrong. And you're like, well, yeah, because that's the way the world works, you know, it doesn't lessen the blow, but but it's like proof of what you believe is possible. And that's what it is for me. I completely turned around the expectation that everything was going to suck in life. And I turned it into that I believe that from the depths of my pain, something exciting and bigger than I ever expected is going to grow from it. And that gets proven true to me over and over. I had a day one week ago. It was a Friday. And I was laying on my carpet and I was looking in all the corners of my mind for darkness. I was looking for proof that the world was full of sucky things, that life sucked, that I could never really have everything I ever wanted in life. 
And for the first time ever, I couldn't find anything to be unhappy about. Every single area of my life is going so amazingly well. And it doesn't mean that every area is working the way that I want it to. Because there's stuff that's happening that is causing me pain. And I have the thought, why is this happening if I'm such a good person? Why is the world feeding this to me right now? When clearly what I deserve is abundance of joy and love and kindness. But even in this moment, I believe in good. From this, whatever it is I'm experiencing, I know even when I want to be prideful that something really amazing is coming to me. When I was laying on my carpet, I was moved with the tears of joy. I was bawling my eyes out because I couldn't understand how I got to be so lucky to live my life. What had I done right? What had I healed? What had I mended? What things that were broken were now resolved? So that when I looked around in the corners of my mind for the cages that hold us trapped into our old belief systems, maybe they were there, but there were no locks anymore. They were just empty cages. Fragments of memories that persist because memory exists. And nothing more. No weight, no strain, no pressure, no anger. They're just there. Right now I am learning patience and it is today my least favorite lesson. Um, because patience draws out some emotions that I think are stopping every other area of my life. Disappointment is something that I experience and is a blow to the gut. I had a major disappointment last year and it took the wind out of me. But it really forced me to evaluate why I was moving at the pace that I was moving. I am a go-getter. I believe in myself. I believe in my success. And I was working so hard, so, 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 so hard to achieve a goal. I was in school. I was working towards a promotion. I was working with a business coach. You know, working my full-time job, full-time single mother, trying to start a business. I wanted to do events, teaching people how to heal, how to love themselves, how to be resilient and intuitive, how to find proof that love exists in the world. And the first blow that was dealt to me happened last year. 
and I couldn't believe it. Really, I was, I was shocked because it had never occurred to me that the outcome would be what it was of this goal that I was trying to achieve. I cried in bed for two days, two days. And I was like, what? It had never occurred to me that I could fail. That's how much I believe in myself. But then I kept going and kind of dealing with the pain. And then a new year came and new possibilities came. And another wave of joy and excitement. And another wave of possibility, of newness, of I really, really believe in good. I believe in love. I believe in magic. Like there's magic out in the world that you can reach out and grab. And then I was dealt with another blow. And again, it was like this completely unexpected outcome where I could not have anticipated or planned that that's the way that things would go. And I felt so devastated. And before that, the pace that I was moving at was just not, I thought I was running towards my goals. I thought I was running towards a dream. I didn't have a clear vision of what the dream was, but I thought, I'm sure I'm not the only one. People can still be successful without knowing 100% where they're headed. And then when I was dealt with this other blow, I realized that it was like something I couldn't ignore, you know? It persisted. It crept into spaces where it didn't fit. It showed up in moments where I needed peace. And then I had to release my attachment to it. I had to release control back off into the universe because I said, whatever reason this is happening, I cannot see it right now. I can't understand it in the moment that it's happening, why bad things happen to good people. You know, why I I landed on hurt when I was just taking a leap of faith. And, but that forced me to really look at one of my demons head on. And I thought I'd already conquered all my demons, and I did. I, I dealt with everything from my past. I left no stone unturned. But this was a new one. This was the, this was a darkness that was birthed from my journey, not from my past, from the journey that I was on. And I realized I was not running towards something. I was running away from something else. I was running away from the possibility that I might not get the chance to live a long, help, happy life like other people. And then again, a third blow came.
when someone so sweet and innocent in my life, the kindest of souls that you could ever lay your eyes on, the most joyful type of human in the world, beautiful and sweet beyond measure, innocent and so full of life, was taken from the arms where we could physically hold her and cradled into God's chest. And that's when I realized that I was just running away from death. And that even if you pray and believe, it's going to come when it comes, whether you're ready to accept it or not. When I look at people who aren't dealing with what I'm dealing with, I think how lucky they are to have the luxury of believing that they have an infinite amount of time to conquer this life. The way that people think there's just tomorrow and the next day and the next day and I'll get to this when I can get to it. And I have the gift of knowing that we don't have forever. So within the allotted amount of time that I am here, I choose joy above all things. I choose love above all things. Above the mountains and the moors, above the stars and the skies above all reason. I choose love. Have faith that this moment you're experiencing is significant because it is foundational to who you will be. You already are that person now. It's just being chipped away and uncovered like a statue inside of marble. When you get to have that moment where you look back and say, oh my God, that's why that had to happen. Because if it didn't, I wouldn't get to be this person today. That moment is worth more than gold, more than any luxury you can imagine, more than any vacation, more than any relationship or friendship or experience, the moment that you get to look at yourself and know that you went through everything you went through and survived so that you could wake up and be you. That is what it's all about. It's glorious. It's magnificent. Loving yourself is the most infinite well that you can draw from. There is no end to it. It is recycled, given back and forth, back and forth. 
you don't see it yet, it's okay. The mirror just needs to be (laughs) cleaned a little bit more so that you can see yourself. Continue believing in good under all circumstances. If you don't believe in good, believe in you. I know I do. I hope all of your dreams come true and that everything you've ever imagined possible for yourself is slowly unfolding and that you get to wake up one day and say, I am so happy and so grateful that I get to be me again today. Have an amazing day, everyone.